budgeting is one of the most important topics in relation to financial management and freedom, as it encompasses an honest look at your financial habits. In relation to financial literacy, budgeting is one of the first topics that needs to be defined and understood. Once an individual understands and appreciates the value of a budget, they will be on a path to valuing their money and financial resources. As we continue the series on financial literacy, we will examine the budget and its necessity in our everyday lives. We will discuss its importance and why it matters to the literacy of an individual and their financial survival. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of CFAL Talks. I am Senior Financial Literacy Coach Richard Pinder, along with Senior Financial Literacy Coach Shanice Taylor. Join us today as we discuss the significant topic of budgeting. So one of the first things that we want to do today is, of course, defining what a budget is, because a lot of people use that word, but they don't know what it means. And so in its simplest terms, a budget is simply writing down all the money that you have coming in versus the money you have going out. So one of the things that people do when they write things down or when they have a budget is they keep the budget in their mind. <laughs> and um, in talking to persons, we always they always say, yeah, I have a budget. I have something in my head. I, I know, you know, how much I have an approximation of how much money I'm spending. But we are here today to tell you that having that budget in your head is not good enough. Because, of course, you can't look back at it. You don't have any actual numbers written down. You've probably forgotten some things. And you probably spent more than you have. So what do you think, Ms. Taylor? Okay, when it comes to budgeting, like you said, most persons have it in their mind Basically, how much money they get in, what is their, what are their expenses, and, you know, they probably have how much they want to save. But like you said, it is more, it's more beneficial to actually write this down. And I have been writing down a budget since the last 10 years, so I would have been good, in my early good. 20s. Very good. And I've been practicing it, and, you know, some persons may look and say, okay, you know, we've hear, we've heard budgeting, budgeting, let's do it. You know, it's kind of cliche. It's like, okay, yes, this is normal. Yes, is. What's the sense of it? Right. And like you said, um, it helps us. It helps us to keep track of our goals. It helps us to understand what we're doing. And also, do you could do an analysis of your budget. Because if you look at it and you see, hold on, why is my budget um, um, food concentrated? Yeah. <laughs> you know, most of your budget yeah. is going to food. It helps you to see hey, how can I change this or how can I improve this or this is not the direction that I want to go in. So another thing too is I think if people don't want to look at, oh, yeah, I got to write down a whole budget, what happens when you don't budget? Yes, yes, because I think I think that's one of the real questions Um, when you don't budget, when you don't write it down. Because I think a lot of persons, they don't have a clear financial plan. And I think that's why a lot of persons struggle struggle financially because they have the the numbers in their head, but they don't have it step by step. This is what, like you said, they don't track the money. This is where I'm spending. We always use the example of take the take the weekend, for example, where you had a plan to spend $100 on the weekend, but you spend $150, right? Yeah. Oh, $200. And now when you have, if you had written that down, that $50 was possibly for gas, right? Yeah. And we all know the cost of that is rising. So let's say that $50 was for gas on Monday. You've now overspent on the weekend. It, you jump in your car on Monday morning. The car is now on E. It is sputtering. It is, it is sputtering. What are you going to do? Because now you've spent the extra $50 for gas. You have to go to the bank. Now you have to go. Borrow 
you have to borrow, you have to rob Peter to pay Paul, right? But if you had written that down, if you had had stick to your plan, you would have your fifty dollars for, 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 for gas with no worries. With no yes. worries. And also too, um, we had on our second show where we went over the Bahamas financial literary literacy survey, survey. Correct. that fifty-seven percent of Bahamians do actually budget. Yes. Now, like you said, whether it's in your head or whether you <laughs> sit down and you write this down, mm-hmm. or I guess for me, let's say if I do it so much, you already know your budget. Correct. You know, but you have to actually take that first approach, that first step to say, you know what, let me get a pen and paper and let me just write this down. Even if you just want to group all your expenses together, mm-hmm. that's fine. But mm-hmm. at least do it because it helps you, like you said, not to overspend. It also helped you to get savings and we're going to touch on savings later down in the show, but Correct. savings should be one of the first things that you do when you get your income. Correct. So with budgeting, I think we need to look at budgeting as a plan. Correct. You know, everything that you do in life, well, most important things that you do in life, you need a plan. If you're building a house, you have to get a construction plan. Yeah. If you're planning a birthday party, you have to have some type of plan. Mm-hmm. So budgeting helps you with your finances. It helps you to get your financial goals. Correct. It really does. Correct. And I think when it comes to goal setting, I think that's very important because one of the things that I would encourage our listeners to is when you have a goal in mind, for example, put a number to that goal and that would help you to establish your budget. For example, you use you use building, which is one of the most important things that anybody can do in terms of financial goals. So, for example, if you know your building is going to start, going to cost you $50,000, let us use a large number. Mm-hmm. So, you know right away, out of your budget, you're going to have to save towards this $50,000 every month. Yes. That's a large goal, but it's a goal nonetheless. Yeah. So, if, you, if you're writing that down, if you, it's going to encourage you because even in my example I gave earlier, you're going out and you're spending money, but you, in the back of your mind, you're saying, okay, no, this money is for my building. This money is for my house. This money is for my dream. Mm-hmm. So, you, you're definitely going to, you know... Restrain yourself a little bit and say, okay, no, I have to stick to what I said. I'm going You're to You're going to make the sacrifices. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes it because, is. you know, we spend so much hard time working. Yes. You know, some <laughs> of us, we have gone to college or some of us have started a business or you went and you got some technical skills. You know, you invested in yourself. Yes. And now you're making money and everything coming out, out of this monthly right. income or this weekly income. Yes, and you're is. like, man, hey, I just want to go on the weekend and just, just have a good time. But guess what? With budgeting, <laughs> you could plan these times Absolutely. when you could go and, you know, let your hair down and or that's just very relax. Key. That's very key. Now, we're not saying that you can't live your life. We're only saying to plan for it. Yes. And make sure that whatever the plan is, you stick to it. And plan for vacation. Like, Absolutely. I have um, some family members Every year they go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may be like, well, how, how, how is it that they do it? They actually plan. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. actually plan. And we know that travel has been up and down with airfares and even staying at some hotels. That's right. why, you know, with timeshare. Timeshare was also something that, you know, people, people they, they throw, at, like, throw at you like insurance. Yeah. You know, come and get your <laughs> timeshare. Because, you know, for some people, it's, it's, it makes sense. Yes to pay a monthly fee, and then you could travel when you want to. So my question to you is, Richard, how has budgeting helped you in your personal finances? Yeah, so when it when it comes to, well, I would give a personal example. Uh, we talked about building, and that is definitely one of the ways that budgeting helped me. Uh, because when my wife and I were saving to mm-hmm. build, um, one of the first things that, of course, you have to figure out is how much is this going to cost you, right? Mm-hmm. So as we all know, building is very expensive. 
It is, especially now. <laughs> especially now. And so um, once you start to put, once again, like I say, we put numbers to those, to our plans, you mm-hmm. saw how much it was going to cost us. Well, then we know, hey, okay, based on your income, based on what we have coming in, mm-hmm. okay, this is how much we are able to save per month. And we had to stick to that. So budgeting allowed us to first create a goal, mm-hmm. stick to it, and then we were able to revisit it, okay. which is something we talk about later. We were able to revisit it to say, okay, this month we weren't able to stick to our budget for whatever reason. Yes. Life happens. Yes. Sometimes you're not able to stick to your budget. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But at least if you have it written down, you're able to now reflect on it yeah. and you can improve upon that. So I, I for me personally, um, just using that example again of building, I think that's uh, that's an everyday example, you know, because persons have, everyone has different dreams and goals they're trying to save for. Like yeah. you said, whether it be a business, whether it be a family, your kids, a, a nice vacation, because like we said, you don't want to just work to pay bills. Um, so that's where the budget comes into play because it shows you, okay, I am able to attain whatever that goal is. I mm-hmm. just have to work towards it. Yes, and even when you talk about building and home ownership, you may not have um, a construction plan that you're saving towards, say, you know, you personally, Correct. you know, managing the construction of your building. But you might say, hey, well, you and your wife might sit down and say, okay, we know we want a home. We have to come up with a down payment. Correct. That's Absolutely. something that a lot of people save towards. And that's a substantial amount as well. Yes, that's <laughs> either 10 to 15 to 20, up to 20%. Correct. Some places, some banks, you know, they allow you to come up with 5%, I mm-hmm. guess, depending on the amount. But that's something also to think about that, hey, every month I need now to budget my saving towards the down payment or my mortgage payment. Correct. You could sit down and say, you know, well, honey, we have an annual, I mean, a, a monthly income of $5,000. How much money together are we willing to say? we're going to um, devote towards paying a mortgage Correct. every month Correct. for the next 20 to probably 30 years <laughs> of our lives. Yeah. So that that's just very important. And it brings me to something that I want us to cover about couples. Couples coming together. You've just gotten married. You were budgeting. The other person may have budgeted or they didn't budget as we supposed to budget. Mm-hmm. How can a couple or persons in a relationship now make an effective budget for their home because it's it's a lot of things. It's it's different backgrounds we come from. Yes. You know, you might have been a better person at managing money than the other person. So do you have one or two suggestions for persons who might be listening? Yes. So definitely um when you come together as a couple, um you go from an individual budget to a now a couple budget. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the first things that you have to do is you have to have an honest conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think of course if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage You've had to, you have to have, be comfortable talking about money and finances with that person. Yeah. Um, so I think that it just comes down to being honest. Uh, because when you talk about your budget now, you have to combine mm-hmm. both of either your lifestyles, your goals, your spending habits. There's a lot of things that you have to combine. Mm-hmm. So one thing I want to um, put a, a plug in there for, there's a lot of templates available online um, for couples. Mm-hmm. So it gives you it gives you kind of categories it gives you things like where you can put in your goals and it kind of gives you some information. So don't be scared to use tools that are available to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that it is something that is, that's something that can help you. Yes, uh, Because practical. there is a lot practical because there's a lot of a lot of options out there, but there are budgeting templates out there. So you don't have to create it from scratch. Yeah. Right? So what I would say is just have an honest conversation with that person because money, of course... <laughs> 
is a very important topic yes. in relationships. And in a so, lot, everything. <laughs> because it, it really determines everything. Even in platonic relationships, <laughs> yeah. money. Money is very big. Yes, yeah. it is. So you, I definitely think it comes down to having an honest conversation and being mm-hmm. comfortable to discuss either your dreams, how much it's going to cost to do X, Y, and Z. But it's, it's something that you have to think about when you come together because you're no longer, as we say, you're no longer one. You're now a couple as one. So... Yes. It is different. Yes, and and um in my personal personal relationship with my husband, you know, budgeting has been something that definitely we we have to talk about and we have to be honest that if if another person has a greater strength in saving Absolutely, yes. and more restraint in in in, in spending, yes. then that that's that's great. Yeah. You know, you you have to have that dynamic, you know, the other one lifts up the other one Absolutely. whether we And it's always you know, good to establish Whose strength it is to to keeping a budget and, and yes. making sure that the family is staying online. Some couples, so right. some couples, one person just pays the bill. Correct. You know because that's that's their thing. Right. You know, not that the other person doesn't want to do it, but you know, bill paying paying every month may not be the thing for Correct. every person. Correct. You know, so definitely, I'm glad we touched on that because. As an individual, you could have your own budget. But yeah. like you said, most of us, we're in families. You know, your husband, your wife, and you have children. Yeah. And it's also good to encourage your children Absolutely. at a budget, you know, yeah. with their with their, with their their allocation, their, their um, allowance, allowance mm-hmm. every month, Correct. you know, to help them as they grow up. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I know we talk about sticking to our budget, and we know that we need discipline. Yes. And we got to focus <laughs> on our goals. And we know discipline is a word that, is is important in every um act. I mean, every part Aspect. of our lives, mm-hmm. you know. So discipline is something that definitely it will help us in budgeting and how and helping us to budget effectively. So another thing too, I wanted to mention was again with the Bahamas Financial Literacy Survey, we saw that forty seven percent stated that their earnings were not sufficient to cover their monthly expenditure. Yes. Now I know that's concerning and. There isn't really anything that you could do if if a person expenses exceeds their income. Yeah. Now we know that governments do it all the time. They're still operating. <laughs> you know, they they have this line of credit mm-hmm. <laughs> that they can pay down and, and do whatever they have to do until they get the money to actually reimburse. Yeah. But for a family, a single mother or a newlywed, what do we do when every month we're short. Yeah. We're going to mom. We're going to sis. We're going to brother, and we we need some funds. What to do? What could we possibly do? Yes, so that is a good question. There are things that we can do. Let me say that first of all, um, because if you're looking at your budget and you're always in the negative, you're always in the red. So one of the first things that you can do is let me start off by saying, you have to cut back. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be. It may require you to make some tough decisions as to some of the things that you are doing, mm-hmm. but you may have to cut back. And like I said, it may be sacrificial. It may not be even a goal. It just may be because you need to survive, but you may have to cut back. Another thing that you can do is a lot of times when persons talk about the ways they spend money and the things they spend money on, mm-hmm. sometimes, in all honesty, you just have to put something on the bill. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we run from paying a bill completely. Yes. All right. Oh, sorry, Zabel. We pay the we pay all of this particular bill completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this one one given month. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to pay each bill, put something on each bill that you have, or whatever the debt may be. And it, trying to cut back, like you say. And try to cut back because you want to. You you you've already made an obligation to this company. You've already had a service 
uh, given to you, mm -hmm. you have to be you have to pay. You now. have to be accountable. So yes. you have to at least put something on that bill. So mm -hmm. what I would say is, and that's one thing that I wanted to touch on when you when you put categories in your budget, yes. be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Make it itemize it. Don't don't just lump it together and say bills. <laughs> that could be a million things. That could be anything. Yeah. So itemize each thing. You know, is it is it a, a small loan for a car? Is mm -hmm. it something for your children's school fee. Mm -hmm. We know they have projects coming mm -hmm. up. We know they have exams coming up. We talk about lunch money. I mean, itemize it. So you have everything calculated down to the down the, to, down the, to the dollar, down to the penny. Down to the data. <laughs> down to 20, the $20, $30 data yes, or yes, prepaid. Exactly. So I think that, that would also help you to kind of see specifically because like I said, if you just have one big broad category, so you still can't understand where your money is actually going. Yeah. So I would say itemize is very important for your budget. So that's why I say, you know, take advantage of the template so you don't have to create it from scratch, mm -hmm. all right? Um, because if you have it on the template, itemize specifically, that would help you to kind of see where your money is going. And you're now able to break down $100, for lack of a better word. You're able to break that down a little bit better because now you can see itemize list line by line mm -hmm. where your money is going. So this month you might have wanted to put $50 on, on one particular bill. You're not able to. So you put 30, you put 20. At least put put something. And put then, something on it. like you said, you'll have to cut back on the usage because Correct. let's take the BPL, BPL bill. I think that's the most um, variable bill. Yeah. You know, phone bill and the cable bill is fixed. It's fixed you yeah. know what that is. Correct. Now in the summer, we already know. Now, personally, this is what I do with my BPL bill. <laughs> I have an average. The reason why I say average is because we know in the winter, there's no... Um, air condition running, so it's not pulling as much current. Okay. So if I say, let's say I say, now, people don't laugh at me because some people's bills would be $1,000. <laughs> yeah, everybody has their My one. bill isn't that. <laughs> okay, let's say I say $200. Mm -hmm. I that is, my, that is my standard amount for my BPL bill. Right. Now, mind you, I, I, it helps me in the winter because mm -hmm. then I have this extra money floating around. <laughs> no such thing as extra money. <laughs> but, you, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. But I already have so it. I'll allocate it. Yes. yes yeah. I'll allocate it. Yeah. And then in the summer, <laughs> I don't feel nothing because I already have that there. Yeah. Now, if I know, if I go to BPL and I see the bill is $400, then I miss it. I didn't pay a month. <laughs> That that it has to be that. Right. But then, you know, it, it's, it helps you. Yeah. It, it really helps you. Mm -hmm. And like you said, with the categories, when you're making the categories, don't go to the minimum. Go to the maximum amount yeah. of something if it if it's variable or if it it's not set. Yeah. And that would really really help us. Yeah. You know, and then I know the last show we talked about unexpected expenses. You know, I'm realizing that we like I said we live in a culture where we buy stuff, you know, where we see commercials, we go at advertisement, we go out. Trust me, marketing is it now. Because mm -hmm. everything you see out there, <laughs> you have to have a marketing plan, a strategy to get people to buy. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it helps our economy, you know, people going out there and spending. But we have to be real with ourselves, like you said, establishing our goals and knowing our budget plan that, hey, some things for now are out of our plan. Correct. It is out of your budget. Correct. And I know we use the word cheap. We know Bahamian people, we like to use the word cheap. Because you don't do this particular thing, well, you cheap. No, don't call the person cheap now. Everybody has their priorities set yeah. in place. And I just I just want to say something. I'll, I'll jump in here just right quick. Something I heard. Um, just because you have plans for my money, <laughs> that doesn't mean that's the plan I have for my money. 
That's true. So I'm not going to go based on what your plans are for my money. I'm going to go based on what my plans are for my money. That's true. So I, that is, I think I think that's that's just what it is. That is that so is just what it is. True, because sometimes when we look at the sometimes when we look at the stuff that we spend our money on, and I'm gonna touch this with food. I, I know I know everybody loves food. Now I'm gonna say this. It makes no sense you spending thirty dollars on a plate of food that don't taste good. Mm, preach. So if you can get that plate of food from somewhere else for fifteen dollars, why not get it? Yeah. You know, it isn't Gucci. Is there a Gucci chicken? <laughs> I chicken is chicken. <laughs> now, if you want to say organic, now they say organic. The only organic chicken I know is the chicken with running around the yard. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is we tend to spend money on things just because, oh, you know, this is the thing to do. Or we go certain places because, okay, everybody else is doing it. No. Yeah. You know, you plan. And if it's your birthday, yes, go out. But be within your budget or plan for your birthday. One of the things what I think you're trying to say is this one line. Live within your means. Yes. And I think that's something that a lot of Bahamians need to get comfortable with. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it may make you uncomfortable. It may, may you, make you feel some type of way. But if you are not able to do certain things, then you're just not able to do certain things. Don't do it. All right, Don't because at the end of the day, it's only you and your family that are going to suffer if, if you live above your means, mm -hmm. if you live above your budget. All it means, if, if, if there are other things that you want, mm -hmm. either you have to change the amount of income you have coming in, yes. which is something we can look at, or it means that you have to save more for whatever that thing is. For whatever it but is. But you, you can't just be haphazard. You can't just be accidental and say, oh, we're going to do that. It's, Spontaneous. No. Yeah, because money. you're going to have bills coming up next week. Mm -hmm. And now you you spontaneous your spontaneity is cause you to spend money you don't have. Yeah. All right. And as we all know, especially those of us that get paid monthly and so forth, those months are long. Four or five weeks is a long time. Mm -hmm. So if you spent all that money in the first week or two, two weeks. Guess I what? Mean, that's a long time. I have heard persons who get paid weekly. They say, How do people who get monthly do this? <laughs> <laughs> so hand clap. To the monthly yes, <laughs> salaried workers. Yes. Because... It requires a lot of discipline. That December into January, <laughs> that's, man, that's heavy. Yeah, we always talk about Bahamian culture and how January is the longest <laughs> month. <laughs> but that's good budgeting. I mean, you have to have some type of form, and that's Christmas. Yeah. Man, All kind on. of things going on, absolutely. Yes, and <laughs> something what it brings us to, too, is now emergency funds. Yes. Um, I think these have just came about, I mean, they probably were always around, but you've really heard this word emergency, emergency, emergency come around. Mm -hmm. And many of us, I think going back from the survey, is that many Bahamians don't have $1,000 in their bank account. Correct. And not saying if you don't have it, then, oh, something is wrong. No, but you may have it somewhere else. Or you may have it in a book at home, in the Bible, on your <laughs> shelf. But you know they're just looking at the the data, and it's and it's it's not in the bank account where Correct. people can see it. And and, mm -hmm. and in a sense, if it's not in the bank account, it's be pro it's probably because the five dollars keep on coming off every month. But it just goes to show that we have to have funds on the side for emergencies. Absolutely. And emergencies we know are medical issues or accidents that happen, and you know if you have children, things happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it may not be. It may not be $100,000, but it's something to help you. To help you, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and to be honest, when you budget and you have savings, it helps you, you know. Yeah. Like you said, 
having money problems, even in relationships, that that is one of the key factors for persons to have arguments is if something is off with your money. Money affects you. It really does. Mm-hmm. And I think what affects you the most is that you're supposed to be in control of your money and it seems like your money is in control of you. Correct. So I think once you get your budgeting together, and like we said, savings is one of the things that are going, that is supposed to be in your budget, it will help you. It will help your um, your confidence. Yes. It will help you feel better well, we, about you're, yourself. Yep, as we always say, your financial health is just as important as your mental and yes. physical health. So if you're struggling financially, if you're worrying about how you're going to make your next paycheck or how you're going to eat the next day, I mean, that's going to stress you out significantly. Yes. And so that's why one of the things that we, we want to talk about is revisiting your budget often. Yes. Just because you have a budget doesn't mean that you're locked into that, okay? Mm-hmm. Allow yourself some flexibility. Um, as we said, life happens. Mm-hmm. And so you do want to have a budget where it's flexible. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I would recommend in your budget is may you may need to have actual versus estimated spending. Okay. So, for example, um, we talked about some of the bills or the, the standard things that are fixed per month. But then you have some things that are, you know, they happen month to month or... They, the amount varies from month to month. Mm-hmm. So you may need to have an actual amount that you actually spend on that particular item mm-hmm. versus how much you estimated on spending. And that's where revisiting your budget is important because let's say, for example, we're now going into March mm-hmm. and you had a budget for January um, and you mm-hmm. estimated you, you were going to spend $500 on a particular thing, mm-hmm. but you only you only spent 300 So mm-hmm. let's stay positive. Let's say okay. you only spent 300 right? So now you can kind of gauge better moving forward. And now you have $200 that you can allocate to something else. Yeah. So in terms of um, revisiting it, every time you get a pay increase or unfortunately if your pay decreases, Mm -hmm. that's the time that you should go back to your budget Mm -hmm. and look at, okay, now when you you get the pay increase, more allocation to savings. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's some other things that we would like to add to our budget once we get an increase. But... I think what we tend to do is because we get this extra, let's say $500 or $1,000 a month, mm-hmm. man, we take $400 or $1,000 and we now, okay, you know, you know, I always wanted them rims, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, just, I, I think that if you can do without, if you get an addition Absolutely. and you could do without it, just act like it isn't there. Absolutely. And just put it somewhere where it's safe and it can get some type of return. Yeah. Here at CFAL, we have a CFAL money market account. It's very liquid. The return last year was 3.2%. That's an annual return. Mm-hmm. So definitely if you paid off a debt, you know, you finished, let's say, a car note, that's the time that you should revisit your your budget. Correct. Because remember now, we don't want the funds just laying there and then you just see the funds there and man, one shop send you an email and say we have 50% off. <laughs> you know? So that's a good time to revisit. And another thing too is a change in life. You know, any medical situation going on. If you just had a child. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. we have insurance. It's, you know, it's a lot of things going on. It is a lot of things going on. Absolutely. As we close out another episode of C-File Talks, we hope that our discussion today has helped you. Thank you to our host, Mr. Richard Pinder, and to our audience. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a note at info at cfile.com or visit our website at www.cfile.com and show your support. Thank you to C-File for sponsoring the show. 
Join in next week for the continuation of this series on savings and budgeting.